Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon. We are a twice-weekly imaginary radio show dedicated to celebrating the Too Beautiful to Live radio show slash podcast. On Monday mornings, we give you a recap of the previous week's shows, but now it's Saturday where we relax, stretch out, and have guests on to talk about their relationship with TBTL, play their favorite segment from show history, and hash it over. I can't do it all by myself, so producer Bobby Pape, who is a solid Providence 6, but a Rochester hottie at an 8. He will edit, and as always, I'm joined on the air by the most perfect 10, the lovely Christy Wise. Hello, C. Wise. Hello, Mike. Tonight, Christy is joined in our Everett studios for the first time by our guests, two North End 10s, the first of whom is famous LRB party hostess, Dana Steele. Hi, Dana. Hi. The second uh, <laughs> guest over there is uh, David James. Hello. Uh, hi, Dave. Hi. Mike, this is the first time we've ever spoken to each other, despite the fact that we've been in the same room literally tens of times and have various electronic communications often. But it's nice to talk to you in person for the first time or, you know, in voice for the I first time. I think I did see you at the game. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Now, we've seen each other I'm many scared. times. We've just never had a conversation. Yeah. Were you at his wedding? Yes. yes I, was. I thought so. I think yeah. I stood in line in front of you at, yes, before the wedding. <laughs> indeed. Yep. Which I, I didn't know so, who you did, were back then. Did, it was just that girl who's yeah. been at the other things too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Mike. Did you hit the receiving line at the wedding? I don't believe that I did. Was I, there I don't one? think I knew there was right. a receiving line. Was this afterwards? Yes. All I remember is a oh, yes. stack of dimes doing karaoke. Yeah. So prior to that, there was a receiving line, and and yeah, I met a lot of people. Um, but uh, yeah, it's next time I'm out there, we're actually going to get together and shake hands. So excellent. Tonight's show, we're going to do something different. We usually do a straight interview and then dive into a clip, but we have a story to tell tonight. So after I'm done talking, um, we'll get to know Dana and Dave just a little bit, and then we're going to tell you about two weeks in May of 2009 that is everything that is great about the TBTL community. So no LRB business tonight, no things we must discuss um, we're just going to get to know them before we launch into the story. And for that, Christy, I hand the reins over to you. Hello, guys. Hi. Hey. <laughs> so um, the time of uh, in history when TBTL started was a very busy time for me. Uh, we built a house in Stanwood, which is a long, drawn-out process, especially when you're building in the country. I dig a well and septic and everything, and it's a big, huge deal. And so we got the keys to that house to move into, you know, completely empty, just finished house and found out we were having our baby, our oh, first wow. and only child. We found, got the keys to the house, found out we were going to have a baby two weeks before TBTL went on the air. So for that first few months, we were, we would listen um, because I had always listened to Cairo, um, at least certain parts of it, more the Dave Ross <laughs> right. than others. And they, they had started promoting this new show that was coming up and going to be on nights. And we have been big Ben Lee fans forever, had seen him play many mm -hmm. times. And so, you know, they're playing this theme song like yeah. this is going to be a new show. You. And <laughs> so we're like, we're going to listen to that. So we did. And we would listen at least some of every show every night, but we weren't you know, obsessed with it yet. Who knew what it even was mm -hmm. yet? And, you know, we were busy painting the house and putting furniture in and figuring out what having a baby was going to be mm -hmm. like and all that. But then, um, so we were pretty silent tens at first and I had never really interacted with the show before. I didn't know that, you know, emailing the hosts and, mm -hmm. you know, leaving voicemails and such was even a thing that people did. Um, and then our daughter was born a few months later, the same week as the TBTL prom. And then 
then that fall school started and I got about a half an hour drive to work and stuff. So that is when I started podcasting. I had had a uh, iPod, one of the little pink iPods with the tiny little screen and the, the scrolly Nano wheel or thing. But I had never done a pod. I had never podcasted anything. Yeah. Didn't really know what that was. I just had some songs on it. But so once I started doing that, then I, you know, and listening to every minute of right. every show and, you know, hearing what, how people interacted with it stuff, that's what I started doing. And by early the next year, you know, we started going to the events and we'll get to that in a few minutes, but that's how we got into TVTO and it's awesome. I, I, my story is not nearly as exciting as that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I started in the first week. And I don't really remember it. Like, it wasn't a monumental occasion, but I got hooked pretty quick. And so I listened pretty regularly after that. You know, I had, like, a radio in the kitchen or radio in the bedroom or whatever. And so I'd listen pretty pretty um, faithfully. And because they seemed to want so much interaction from people who were listening, then I, I, I think that kept me hooked. And so, I mean, I remember when they <laughs> their final night on the air – I remember pouring myself a glass of sun. I don't even know what it was. It was probably vodka or something like that. <laughs> and sitting there watching on the the video as he was doing the, you know, the running man and all that in his underwear yeah. and crying. Yep. And <laughs> you cried and or I cried? I cried. I literally <laughs> didn't know what I was going to do. I, I think, Dave, I think I remember seeing loss. you on the, yeah. um, on the, whatever our, like mm-hmm. our, our feed was where everybody mm-hmm. was like commenting on it. I remember yeah. seeing you on that. Why we didn't you all... guys go down there? Uh, I had little kids. Yeah, exactly. We oh. still had, I mean, she was still an infant at that point. Yeah. <laughs> the show didn't last that long. You know? <laughs> yeah. So we had a, you know, eight month old or whatever. And we, you know, Stanwood's not really that near right. Seattle. I, so. I was surprised because there was only, I think, four or five of us down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which now feels like I'm a well, stalker. Cr- Christy, what was <laughs> What was that situation? I, I was there because I was I think I like interviewed them in the first hour, did some something during the final show and then I had to drive to Portland. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't remember was this an invitation situation or did they no. say anybody who wants to could come down? They or? didn't say we didn't go into the studio. We were across the oh, street okay. at Azteca and everybody <laughs> okay. had their car their car doors open. <laughs> well, actually just one what was the guy's name? I, I can't believe I forgot. That was blind. Remember, he was going blind. Yes, uh, I do not Gerald. remember his name. Gerald. Yes. So Gerald, Gerald was there, and um, his wife that hated the show and was just reading in the car, and <laughs> he had his trunk opened. He had a hatchback and was blasting, and we all just stood around there. I think it was mm. me, Gerald, Jonathan, and one woman that was doot doot little nuts. <laughs> And <laughs> I haven't seen her in any. Mike, you know she snuck into the studio. You know who I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh my. Ooh, this is How story. do you sneak in there? That's <laughs> she like followed Mike in. Oh. She followed Mike in, and oh. then he hung out the in the studio <laughs> or something. Yeah, it was really weird. That sounds like the saddest tailgate party. It's, yeah. yeah. Oh, Just, we were all stood there crying, and then when they were the the final song, uh, "Don't Stop Believing," yeah. we were all like silently singing as we were crying. <laughs> And then they came out, they came out and talked to us. And I I was sitting on my bed crying with my glass of vodka at the same time. And I gave Jen jelly bracelets because remember she wanted to be like Mossart. Yes. Yeah. Kate Mossart. Yeah. Yeah. Allison. Allison Mossart. Yep. Yep. From the kills. Was that what they were called? Yeah. Because she had worn some in studio. Yep. And so she wanted to be just like her. (laughs) 
So, all right. that's how we all got involved. Are we, are we ready to tell this story? <laughs> the story starts with just your average evening on TVTL back in 2009. Um, I think it was, yeah, it was May 11th. And... They did Awesome Not Awesome, which was a pretty common segment at the time. And uh, and this particular one was awesome. There was no question that it wasn't awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, they were talking about uh, the Amazon reviews for a shirt that had three wolves on it howling at the moon. And it just gets more and more ridiculous, but Luke sets it up pretty well. So let's play that right now. All right, let's, uh, let's go for Awesome Not Awesome here. <laughs> Uh, sometimes not awesome, though, you know. Not awesome. Very awesome. Very, very awesome. Do, 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 do. Yay! Yay! This is, uh, the time in the show when we, we, we go through a bunch of news stories and events that have happened and this and that, personal stories. We tell you if they're awesome or if they're not awesome. If they're awesome, Sean plays this this thing right there and if they're if they're not awesome he plays this other thing come on and uh you know just makes it it is it really is what makes this segment i think um one of the most popular radio segments in america i don't know how they rate those things i don't know if jd power and associates have some kind of a system remember when i bought my when i bought space car and Every single day, I was getting a survey from JD Power and Associates and other places. Did this oh, happen? Oh, they were going to pay you one dollar. They would put one crisp dollar in this like thirty-five page uh, standardized test that you literally had to fill out the bubbles. It was like you were in you know fifth grade with a number two pencil, and that that one dollar was the most bizarre thing for them to include because if they really wanted to make it worth your time, they'd give you five bucks. Five bucks to me would be like, yeah, I'll spend 20 minutes doing this for $5. But $1 is somewhere in between. It's not, it's it's so kind of symbolic. It's very odd to me. But anyway, this isn't that kind of affair. This doesn't cost you anything. It's lots of fun. And you're going to be really happy that you uh, stuck around for the entire half hour we have scheduled for this round of awesome, not awesome. Uh, the first thing would have to be an awesome. Right. Could only be um, an awesome. It's Concerning a quite magical shirt currently for sale at Amazon.com. What's kind of amazing about it is that this shirt has been for sale for a couple of years. And we're only just now, I'm only just now hearing about it. Yeah, and really, I mean, the the comments on it have really picked up pace in the last, like, three weeks. It's 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 just... You know, it looks okay. I'll admit it. It's a handsome shirt. We've got a picture of it at our website. If you go to mynorthwest.com slash TBTL, it's a beautiful shirt. Sure. It's got three wolves howling at the moon. The moon is, you know, also in in retrograde. I don't know what that means, actually. <laughs> There's a full moon on this full T-shirt. Moon. It's a black T-shirt, full moon with kind of a starry, like Milky Way constellation and three uh, wolves howling at it. Okay, you know, I get it. It's a beautiful shirt. But uh, according to the people who have been who've been writing reviews of this shirt, it's more than just a beautiful shirt. It's it's something quite quite magical. Now let me start by saying the comments started off. Maybe I don't know if the shirt was sort of building power 
over the course of the last couple of years. It's been for mm-hmm. sale since 2007. Mm-hmm. Or possibly was activated at some kind right. of lunar Yeah, like a wolf, t- wolf t-shirt sleeper cell from heaven. Yeah. Possible. Uh-huh. Okay, that's what it could be. But the, the, the initial comments uh, back in 2007, December 12th, Joanne Reed wrote, This product and the other two that I bought in conjunction with it were amazingly detailed. The designs on the shirt were full of vivid color, painting beautiful pictures. They arrived in the mail earlier than the shipping deadline had predicted, too. I will definitely shop from this store again. Okay, so that's a good positive review. User Linda Tellez said, The wolves on this shirt are lovely. You can almost hear their song. The shirt is of excellent quality, and the design is beautiful. You'll be proud to wear this one. Again, you know, looking at the, the, the shirt, which you can view at our website, uh, I think I'd be proud to wear it. I think that's, you know, about the kind of review that I would sort of expect. But it's still definitely in the realm of this is just a great T-shirt. It's beautifully made. Yeah. Well, it starts. things start to get kind of amazing when you skip forward uh, to May 5th of 2009 when uh, user uh, B. Prince writes, I've been wearing this shirt for about 15 weeks, and I have not needed to wash it. You don't put this shirt on your torso. You put it on your soul. Wow. The day I bought this shirt, I lost 300 pounds. Wow. Amazing. We should look into that. I mean, as weight-obsessed as we are. I got a new Chevy, a new trailer, and my kids quit math. I now know that the moon on this shirt is not a picture, but the moon itself. And I'm a moon star. That's a special shirt. Yeah, it is. It doesn't stop there, though. The the kind of the, the, the magical qualities, you might even call it magical realism, because mm-hmm. it's really magical. Uh, Synergy wrote, I accidentally spilled a glass of Tuscan whole milk down the front of this shirt, and my soul was torn from my body and thrown into heaven by a jealous god. How would you even know that it happened? I don't know. That sounds actually kind of dangerous. That's the problem, you know. It's an amazing shirt, but the powers are so powerful that sometimes, I guess, crazy stuff happens. Um, uh, Did listener... you see customer uh, open your eyes? No. The second that three, these three wolves touched my chest, I bench-pressed five meth labs and wrote an essay about Moonlight. When This is the amazing part. When I wear this shirt, I can run to Canada in 42 days. Whoa. Well, not to be outdone, listener Terp. By the way, there's 75... 75 comments, 75 reviews of this product, and we're going to read all of them. <laughs> so buy a hat and then hold the F on to it. Listener Terp writes, it even works in cities. Um, reading the customer reviews made me really want this shirt, but I was apprehensive about buying one because I don't live in a trailer park. Turns out it has a similar effect on city-dwelling folk like myself. I received the package with the shirt two days before I even ordered it which was pretty freaking amazing by itself, but that's nothing compared to what was yet to come. I didn't waste a second and put the shirt on right away. Immediately, I felt as though my muscles were making love to my bones, and I had a very jazzy feeling in my pants. My confidence skyrocketed because undoubtedly I was wearing a shirt that had not one, not two, but three freaking wolves howling at the moon. I walked to the street with confidence, confidence that rivaled that of Alexander the Great galloping on his six-legged horse down the Nile River right before he stabbed Hitler in his heart with his famous flaming four-pronged trident. 
I was walking on 16th Street Northwest in Washington, D.C., and the King of England bowed to me and called me Broham, then offered to shine my dockers. Scarlett Johansson dropped down from the sky, showed me her boobs, and took me to a party where a dinosaur was getting it on with a blowfish. What? I think that was in Sean's Nature video. <laughs> Women started throwing themselves at me. Then what happened next was written in the Dead Sea Scrolls, which I wrote right then and there after Scarlett showed me her boobs. <laughs> Wow. KK McDonald says, I've been wearing this shirt for 2,043 days straight, which is 70 wolf years. <laughs> and it smells like a fruit orchard. There, that seems to be one of the magical powers, is it never needs to be washed. Yeah. It smells amazing. Well, that's, I mean, that's the spirit, that is the spirit of the wolf. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, wolves don't wash their fur. There's a natural, you know how that is oh, with yeah. an animal. There's, they have a certain sort of like oil that their skin produces that kind of cleans their fur. And this is obviously the T-shirt extension of that. Now, by the way, not everyone has had this experience. Um, user um, Robert Stevenson writes, don't believe it. No powers come with this shirt. After reading the reviews, I ordered a dozen of these, hoping to either bring my wife back from the dead or at the very least meet the wolf god who took her. <laughs> Neither of these happened. Nothing has happened. Nothing ever happens. It's so sad. And I don't know why I expect online purchases to plug the hole in my heart. Nothing has, nothing will, and certainly not some wolves howling at the moon. Oh, yeah. See, I also read uh, from Go Down Moses. He says, I think some of the benefits are being exaggerated. I got this wolf shirt. And I've had it for three weeks now, and I've tried it in a variety of situations, and I'm beginning to believe that some of the benefits are exaggerated. Not one supermodel has approached me. Some of you may be used to having supermodels approach you on a regular basis, but believe me, I am not, and I would have noticed one. Similarly, I have not been invited to a vision quest, even though I wore my wolf shirt in New Mexico. Whoa. There is one thing, though, and that is whenever I wear the wolf shirt, I have less issues with involuntary urination, <laughs> which is positive. Yeah. The person I mean, can micturate. Mic wolves are known for their ability to micturate and non-micturate. Uh, but I would say to go down, command. Moses, what the hell are you talking about? That is a fabulous benefit. You've got to be really careful uh, if you are to believe uh, Dominic, who, who wrote in about the shirt, feed your inner wolf. You've got to be careful because clearly there's, at some point the shirt starts to wear you, so to speak. He says, last night I was wearing the wolf shirt and clipping my toenails. Of course I was drinking whiskey because who doesn't love to get drunk and clip their toenails? <laughs> Halfway through the bottle, I couldn't tell if my pinky toe had any nail left, so I just kept clipping and clipping until I saw blood. Then I felt the wolf. I had to taste the sweet blood. The flavor made me hunger for more as I began gnawing on my foot until I was overcome with raw wolf aggression. The whiskey in my blood only made my flesh taste more delicious and made me more drunk. I began to get lightheaded. And I took a nap. Pros, awesome wolf graphic. Cons, missing foot. Now now we're getting into something here, which is side effects. Because also David Luzader says, um, be warned, downside. I occasionally wake up to Carlos Mencia singing in my bathroom. Oh. I mean, that's a downside. Yeah. There definitely sounds like there's some hallucinatory properties, mm -hmm. hallucinogenic properties, which would be keeping in the great sort of Native American tradition of peyote and other kind of vision questy things. Well, and what's amazing is, as everyone keeps mentioning, if you're going to spend $9.14 this year, 
this is where you need to spend it. And I'm kind of amazed that Amazon's allowing this to go on. That's the thing that's kind of blowing my mind is that, you know, this is this is clearly like forget about the mask or even son of the mask. This is a real life, you know, sort of item that when you put it on, it clearly changes everything. I mean, it's it's magical. Yeah. And yet they're just selling it for what? It's nine ninety five. Nine fourteen, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Non-Bond says, I don't want to scare anyone or anything, but there is a real magic behind this shirt. At first, I was like, you other naysayers at home, why should I believe these reviews I keep reading? These three wolves singing at the Mother Moon are all feral beasts. There certainly is no way their incredible primal power can be harnessed in a screen-printed, pre-washed black wolf shirt available for purchase on the Amazon website. I think we all kind of had that thought when we first saw it. Well, as a gag, I ordered it just for the heck of it. I was going to wear it to my bro's bachelor party just for the reaction factor, but something spectacular happened when I tried it on for the first time when it arrived. Every night for the past six weeks, I've been visited by three wolf spirits, and every night they bestow upon me endless amounts of knowledge and offering, offerings of imitation crab meat. They consider me their brother, and I have found clarity and purpose in my life. I now feel alive for the first time, and you can't get me out of this thing. If you're planning on spending exactly nine fourteen on yourself this year, this better be the perp- the uh, purchase. Uh, this is another thing I hadn't thought of. This guy, uh, he decided to order two of them and use them as seat covers in his Camaro. Mm. And what happened is he his T top leaked. And that'll the- happen, by the way. Ask my friend Camaro Kev, who is called Camaro Kev because he up until like two years ago drove a really ratty Camaro, and the T tops were always leaking. Well, the amazing thing is that he was going to get all upset, but then he realized that the wolf shirts had lapped up the water like a sham. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Or a super chamois if you're if you're old like me. Let's just I'll I'll read one last one here, um, and then I guess maybe we'll just kind of cancel the rest of the show, and we'll we'll all go to our respective computers and just start ordering wolf shirts. Well, at, at the very least, what we've done for all of our tens is give them a Father's Day gift idea yeah i mean who wouldn't want to give magic to their dad um northcutt writes and i think this is probably the most extreme case of wolf t-shirt induced um you know um magicalness i died period yep a week ago i was zooming around on a snowmobile and i saw this snowbank ahead that i wanted to use as a ramp turns out it wasn't a snowbank but a tractor with a lot of snow on it lol decapitated I always really liked wolves, so my mother had me buried in this wolf shirt. Wouldn't you know it? The wolf shirt gave me life again, and here I am writing a review on Amazon.com. I'm alive again. There is so much I want to do with my life now. This is great. And all thanks to this awesome shirt. I was an ugly, greedy, mean person before. That's all changed, though. I have a new lease on life. I realize I don't have a lot of time. I just feel it. It's like the shirt told me, dude, hurry up. I can't keep you alive forever. LOL. I know it sounds crazy, but I want to love. I want to finally feel complete and show my affection and just make people happy. Hell, I want to spend my life in a cancer ward playing Halo 3 with a bunch of kids and letting them win. I'll even let them teabag me after they kill me. And I won't even get mad, (laughs) LOL. I just want them to be happy. Oh, my liver hurts all of a sudden, getting some sharp pains in my neck. OMG, blood. That's not funny, actually. I'm scared. 
I don't have enough time and I'll die again before I can do it, but I'm going to love everyone as much as I can because I'm alive. And then the review ends. So the wolf t-shirt can only revive you once, it sounds like. And for apparently a limited period of time. Yeah. So if That's you are dead. Warning. Yeah, right. I just want to have it sort of straight for everyone. If you are dead and you're going to use the wolf t-shirt to come back, make sure that you, you know, are, like are very, very, very productive during your time back because it's a limited time offer. You don't, it doesn't, it's not, it's not. You can't even finish like an email. That's apparently. right. Or a review of or a wolf t-shirt. I like that this person came back from the dead and then one of the first thing they did was wrote, they took their time writing a review on Amazon. <laughs> So um, <laughs> is there a link? There's the photo of the wolf shirt. Oh, there yes, a link there's a link there. On so it. if people want to shop for the shirt, they can get it through our website. Well, you're welcome, America. You really are. And uh, may the wolf spirit be with you. And also with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we're put the, we're going to put the, up that link, too, to the Amazon reviews. It, everything's still there. In fact, it's Excellent. gotten even better. Um, I wanted to play this clip mainly because I thought it was the funniest thing ever. It is relevant to the story, very relevant because yes. it inspired mm -hmm. Dana. But um, uh, some of these letters sound like you, Dave. I know you on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Some of this stuff sounds – it was written in your voice. I can see that, yeah. The better ones, I hope, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'll tell you, yeah. I've listened to, I mean, thousands upon thousands of hours of talk radio in my life. And that segment is such a perfect example of how different TBTL was than any other commercial mm -hmm. or, or public talk radio that has ever existed. Like, I, I can't imagine them explaining wanting to do that segment to a station manager or program director, you know. We're just going to yeah, read no reviews. Uh, you're going to read reviews uh, off of, uh, yeah, off of Amazon. No, they're funny. Trust me. So how many are you going to read? Yeah. As many as it takes. So this is like a five-minute yeah, segment. Right. No, we're just going to keep going. Until yeah. they're not funny we'll anymore. see how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I go back and I Don't worry. We'll to play them. all the spots, the stingers. Yeah, we'll play all the stuff. Sean will tell us when it's time for a commercial. When I listen to those old yeah. episodes, I'm always surprised at what they got by with. You know, yeah. just the, the ridiculousness of some of the stuff that they did, you know, with the cooking in studio and all that. And you can hear all the tension mm -hmm. going on with Jen and, and Luke just, you know, being lackadaisical about everything. And yep. and I can't believe they lasted as long as they did, mm -hmm. I think. Is Especially surprising. on that station. Yeah. yeah. Specifically on that station. Yeah. Yep. So well, I think it was a byproduct of it just being owned by uh, religious folks who were all in bed. Yes. Very early. <laughs> right, true. Well, that was clear from day all one that the, the really higher ups had no idea what they were doing on the air. So, yeah. Yeah. So the what we just played made Dana laugh a lot. And, uh, you know, God, that is, like you said, Dave, one of the best clips in, in TBTL history and really encapsulates what's great about it. I thought that was hilarious, and I, I think I looked at the reviews that night online while they were talking about it, and so it stuck with me. But then a few days later, I was at school, and um, so I was a first first or second year teaching in Washington, and so I'm pretty low on the totem pole in our school district, and they were doing a reduction in force, which is basically layoffs for teachers, and so you don't know whether or not you're going to get hired back. And that happened about six years in a row in our district, and yeah. only recently stopped. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I got knocked off with some of the best of them. I think 
some some people that are back with me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so I knew I was I was on the line in terms of that. And when I did get called in, because I knew it was going to happen, I got called in by my principal. And um, while he's sitting and telling me that I'm going to be laid off, basically, which is a big deal for me because I'm the breadwinner in our family and I've got two kids and, you know, it's just it's a it's a just a stressful situation it's a new place i've never lived in washington until you know like a year or two prior and plus um, when mike pesic came on and did the uh dana's job is on the bubble bit that was really just rubbing it in so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah so i was you know i was i had a lot of emotions going on but then um when when my principal was talking to me and telling me, trying to tell me as gently as he could that I was going to be laid off, I noticed his tie had three wolves on it. And, <laughs> and it took me so far out of the moment that I couldn't, I was trying to suppress a smile. Which principal was this? This is just Fred. something I, okay. Yeah, Fred. Mm-hmm. All right. yeah he yep. was a sweet guy. Yeah. Um, not a, not a so super effective principal. Ironically. No, 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 no. It, it's kind of important to the story that this was a huge school with any number of principals. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't okay. even know how many principals we had at that point. Like six? So it was sort of <laughs> yeah. magical that you got yeah. stuck with him telling you. Yeah, it okay. was, <laughs> I would say. And uh, so when I saw that tie, <laughs> then I just, I don't know, it just, it, it, it sort of, it made me laugh to the point where I thought, okay, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be okay. Things are going to work out in whatever way they work out. And that just cracked me up. So I decided to email Luke and let him know what had happened just because it just was humorous to me. I mean, it sounds like you were in a bad place and it helped you get to a good place. And that, you know, that's, that's what the show is all about. I mean, it is there for us every night. It's there for us every day. Whenever you time band it, it's a friend. It's there in your pocket and you can pull it out and instant friend. So, Luke reads your email uh, on the air, and we have that too. It's just a few minutes. And Jeremy, can you play that? Got some of your uh, emails to read. Here I go once again with the email. Every week, I hope that it's from a female. Oh, man, it's not from a female. Although, as it happens, the first one we have is from a female. Uh, If you remember earlier this week, we were reading you some of the reviews of this wolf shirt. That's for sale on Amazon. Lots of people writing some pretty incredible uh, reviews and, 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 and relaying some pretty incredible experiences thanks to that shirt. Uh, well, I got this email from listener Dana, and uh, I hope it's okay with her if I, if I read it. I'll just only use her first name. <laughs> she says, uh, Luke, I'm a faithful 10 and high school teacher in Marysville. I listened to the wolf shirt story on Monday night and giggled along, not knowing the power of the wolves would be there just when I needed it and least expected it. I went to my principal on Tuesday and found out that I was one of the many teachers statewide that was being laid off because of budget reductions. The timing is inopportune as we were just looking to buy a house and my husband is on the transplant list for a kidney pancreas because his kidneys failed about a year and a half ago. He's in his 30s. We have two young kids. I held my tissue, fighting back tears as my principal talked about the district budget and writing me a great reference letter. And then I noticed his tie. It was covered with wolves. 
howling, staring into my eyes, looking into the distance. Everything that wolves do. Then the magic hit me. I couldn't cry anymore. I could only bite back laughter in spite of the difficult news. I left his office and walked back to class with a sly smile and newfound wolf power. <laughs> Seriously, comma, Dana. Seriously. There you go. Comma. That's amazing. It's magic. It is. You know, we were reading all those reviews uh, kind of as a joke. The whole thing was predicated on the idea that those T-shirts weren't actually, that T-shirt's not powerful enough to really do those things. But it sounds like we underestimated the power of the wolf spirit. <laughs> so, uh, Dana, very best of luck with all of that stuff. That sounds like a whole lot to take uh, all at one time. But I do think, I don't want to sound patronizing or flip at all, but I really do think that when things are going bad, if you can have, if you can sort of keep perspective, if it takes something like a wolf tie, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you can kind of try to, um, you know, bear in mind that, 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 that this is not the end of your life and this is not how life's going to be forever. This is sort of a bummer. But what I've been learning in my own life recently is that things really turn on a dime. I've been having weeks in the past where I'm thinking, what is going on with my life? You know how you get in that, 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 that mode where you just really think like every, every single decision I've made in my life that's led me up to this point, this very moment, was a massive mistake. And then a day or two later, something else falls <laughs> into place and something changes and you start thinking, oh, I've really got this figured out. I mean, it's a really, it sounds cliche, but it's amazing how quickly life can turn. So to to um, Dana and to everybody else out there who's going through stuff, particularly with the economy, we're totally thinking about you. And try to, you know, try to keep the wolf spirit because things will turn around. This is, you know, not, it's not going to always be this way. And, uh, and, you know, someday, hopefully, you'll be giving a talk to the guy in the wolf tie. It's also amazing how helpful something absurd is in yes. the middle of something devastating or bad or tragic Totes. or whatever. Something like that's just totally absurd. So helpful. More, or what are you saying? The wolf tie is. <clears throat> I find absurd? that a little absurd that the yeah. principal of the school was wearing a wolf tie. Yeah, let me just throw one out on that whole topic. Um, anything on your tie that's a picture of anything absurd. <laughs> SpongeBob. It's not whimsical. It doesn't. It doesn't lighten things up. It looks dorky. Killer whale. Um, Superman. Don't wear a tie that has a picture of something on it. You look comical. It's like, you know what? You should just wear a T-shirt. Wear a T-shirt that has a fake tuxedo printed on it. Because that's, that's what it's equivalent to. Um, and, you know, so if you think that you're, if you think that you're sending a, you know, a message, like, you know, who would wear a tie with a picture of something on it? Michael Scott. Just think to yourself, if you're a boss, or really if you're anyone, would Michael Scott do this at the office? And then, if the answer is yes, do the opposite. Mm -hmm. Let that be your guide. Because that show is a satire about being a really horrible boss. Okay, I have the end of the two statements and one question for Dana. The statements I have are the absurdity. When things are really going bad, things are piling up, you know, like it was for you in that situation, Dana. It, you get to a certain point where one more blow, whether it's a, a big one or a little one, 
just makes you think, am I being fucked with here? <laughs> like, um, that describes and my life. My, my friend, well. <laughs> my friend Bill from college, he had, he has a, a rubber face. He can do any expression in the world you ask. And one day we were having a bad day. Things were piling up against us. And one last thing happened and he turned at me and it was that, it was that total deadpan face. And it was just as if I was the candid camera is like, are you fucking with me? <laughs> and it's what you need in times like that, because what are you going to do? You can't just go, Oh man, I, the things are just terrible. You have, you have to laugh. And you did. I mean, that was a, that was a great moment. And um, I'm going to ask you a question about it in a minute, but the other thing I needed to get out was he was talking about the, the uh, ties, anything printed on your tie is a joke. And thankfully I've never done that, but I must confess to y'all who weren't there. I know Dave, you were there and Christy, you were there that just about a year after this, maybe 14 months after this was recorded, I was married in front of Luke Burbank in a printed t-shirt tuxedo well and so he was still there performing the wedding so who's the hypocrite you know. <laughs> <laughs> he should have That's called a, it off well, <laughs> well it would have been a big punishment for everyone if i had to take it off, yeah. so. better than that. an orange jumpsuit you made a good call <laughs> yep <laughs> so my question for you dana uh the 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 tie made you feel good it made you feel strong and you know it was good for you it made you feel good enough to write into tbtl we know luke rarely reads any emails much less reads them on the air so did how much did that do to boost your spirits when you heard him <laughs> talking about you on the air did you hear it live i did yeah i heard it live and it surprised me and uh, i think what what kind of cracks me up is the way he went on for so long afterwards, just encouraging me, <laughs> you know, just about his own personal, you know, when things get tough and all that. It just, it was, it was fun to hear him just be so encouraging, like take it seriously because I mean, it was serious. I, it, it wasn't, you know, and the fact that he said it really did work. The wolf power really did work. That just cracks me up because I mean, it, it actually fucking did. <laughs> Sorry, Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> did you did he email you and ask if he could read it on the air or he emailed me surprise? but he didn't ask he emailed okay. me and offered me mariner t mariner's tickets okay yeah which i didn't know oh. so i'll <laughs> just to the rest of the story well, <laughs> yeah well yeah that that that's a good transition i'm gonna hand it off to to you dave okay so, you heard this yeah my um, wife live and I... or you heard it on a podcast and what happened yeah my wife and i were probably listening live because i know we talked about it you know, pretty immediately. So, um, as you heard in the clip, it just said Dana. Uh, he didn't use a last name. And as we referenced earlier, um, well, she said she worked at the high school I worked at, but this was a huge school at the time. In fact, at, at one point early on uh, in my tenure there, it was the biggest high school in the state, at least as far as number of students. And there were something like 150 teachers, who knows how many other staff members and administration, 3,600 to 4,000 kids, like this 90-acre campus. And so this is Marysville Pilchuck, correct? correct. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. which has since okay. um, been cut in half size-wise. We'd split into two different high schools. But at the time, it was huge, and there were a number of Danas working there, at least maybe three or four, um, none of whom I had ever met. So 
I knew there was a girl named Dana who I suddenly knew was a 10 and was in need of a little, I don't know, cheering up or at least support or whatever. So we decided, my wife and I, let's buy her tickets to the Mariners game because this is right before the first TBTL Mariners game. They said that at the beginning of the first clip, I believe. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they were selling tickets to a certain section for the 10s to come and gather and watch the game. Luke was going to throw out the first pitch. So I went online that very night and bought tickets, but that still left me with a little bit of problem, which was I didn't know which Dana this was. Because again, (laughs) there were several and I had never met any of them. Huge campus, thousands of kids. So I, you know, I got to, uh, I don't, I must have, when I got to school the next day, looked up in our email directory, like just searching for various Danas Mm -hmm. and narrowed it down. And then I had my TAs, like a couple of, you know, 16-year-old girls, um, you know, I was asking them, like, so what do you know about this teacher? You know, do you think she might be somebody who listens to a weird (laughs) radio show that's on (laughs) at night? And they're like, no, I don't think so. She's like 80 and really mean, (laughs) you know, whatever the, you know, (sighs) distinctions were. So I finally narrowed it down to it must be our Dana who's with us here tonight. And, but then I had the problem of presenting this to her because I'd never met her and, you know, (laughs) it might be kind of weird. Didn't want to be creepy. It didn't want to be creepy, you know. (laughs) Um, So I had, Leave that stuff to me. Right. Again, these TAs, you know, helped me sort of craft the wording of this thing. I'm like, because as we all know, listeners to the show are called tens, but you know, I couldn't just write a letter to this random girl and say, you know, are you a 10? Or, you know, that has the obvious connotations. Well, hold on, like, Dave, I have a question you, for you. Okay. Are yeah. you a fellow 10? Yeah. Which is really so, Right, exactly. But, but Dave, at this point, I know that at a certain point you were, you were playing TBTL in your classroom for students to listen to. Was this at that point? Uh, probably, yeah. I mean, now it's part of my curriculum. There are things I play from TBTL that are absolutely part of my curriculum. Which, yeah. yeah. What I do you teach? Uh, the things I play TBTL for now are AP language and composition. Okay. And uh, Gay Talese is a major featured author in the AP textbook. And as you may remember, Luke did an amazing interview with Gay Talese that does like a better job of explaining Gay Talese's writing than any of the textbooks do. So. We read some of the stuff in the textbook and then listen to the TBTL okay. interview with them. That's and, awesome. But back then, but I would just have it on. No, not the Sigur <laughs> interview. Not the Sasha Frere Jones interview, which spawned <laughs> the... <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Um, but no, back then, I would just have it on in class and between classes and, you know, whenever. Because it was completely safe to have back, you know, during the radio days, it, there was no right. swearing, no yeah. anything. Um. So I had these TAs, you know, help me with the wording of this thing to present to this person that I'd never met that was a gift of sorts, and um, they delivered it. Uh, I don't really know how that went other than that they came back and said, yep, I think that was her. We uh, delivered it. (laughs) Well, I can take it from here. So I'm in class, and I don't even remember what I was doing, but... I, I can't remember if I was giving instruction or if the students were working on something at that point. It but was certainly during class. It was I during class. Over, so. Yeah. <laughs> so they walk in and uh, hand me this envelope and poking out of the top, there's this little note that says, are you one of the tens? And I looked at the TA and I said, and I was all of a sudden so excited. <laughs> and I said, yes. 
And she said, okay, then open this. And she gave me this other paper. And the paper says, because tens take care of each other. And it has a picture of the wolf shirt on it. And then it had a picture of the TBTL logo for the Mariners game with the star. And it said RAR on it. And it had Mariners tickets inside. And I said immediately, who? Who gave this to you? And they're like, we can't tell you. We can't tell you. And I, I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I said, don't tell her who it's from. I mean, clearly, we were going to meet two weeks later. Or right. We were going to be sitting next yeah. to each other. <laughs> so I badgered them and badgered them until they finally gave. And they told me it was Mr. James. And so I knew who he was. And I think it was on my prep period that I went looking for him. And he was in the library. And so I see him across the room and I just have all these warm feelings in my heart because I hadn't met another 10 in real life. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he had heard my story and it was like immediately bonding. So when I saw him, I went right up to him and I said, do you just love hot Cheetos? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just hugged. And then he told me that Gary also a fellow teacher from Stanwood Mm -hmm. Uh, He was standing there, too. He said that he's also a 10, and so it just started our conversation. And I was able to thank him in person, which was huge for me because, you know, when you get something that's special like that in a moment when you're feeling pretty low, then you want to be able to thank that person. So I was Mm -hmm. glad to be able to do that. Indeed. Thank thank God that these 16-year-old girls, they fall under interrogation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, grilling usually I'm sure works. that they loved this mission so <laughs> yeah. much. I would have loved this. Yep. Yeah. So a little drama. Then there's another part of the story where you told this to Jen. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I go to the game, you know, um, and we're getting the T-shirts at the T-shirt table. And it's I think it's by I want to say it's by whatever the barbecue stand is that has the hot yep. barbecue. Yep. Sauce. <laughs> and so Jen's there and I she has a glass with something in her hand at this point. <laughs> and I started to tell her the story of what happened. And she cut me off because she couldn't even handle it. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's like, I can't even I'm not going to cry right now. I can't even handle it. And so I thought, OK, I'll. <laughs> all in the story and I didn't ever tell her you the never full story. Told... I didn't, I, oh. she got enough to get the gist of it. And Jen being the person who loves to bring community together, you mm-hmm. know, that was the whole, her whole mission. Mm-hmm. I, I knew she got that, you know, that was the important part of the story. So uh, when I got there, um, we, we were one of the first to get there. We just went down kind of early and went up to talk to Jen and, uh, her husband, Jason took our picture with her and all that. And we had my uncle Craig you know, with me. Hey, wait, yep. wait, Dave. Um, wait, Dave. I, I usually, for TBTL events, I usually like to get there early for crying practice. <laughs> when we open the doors, we go in. Absolutely. We practice, you know, just bawling and then resetting our makeup and then yeah. bawling again. And then by the time everyone's there, we're pretty hardened. Yes, exactly. So, um, you know, we're taking pictures and everything. And my uncle Craig is there. He's been a 10 since the beginning still is um he lives across the street from me actually and but uh jen says he's just kind of standing there quietly while i'm blabbering on about (laughs) whatever and she looks at him and says so are you like an 11 that they just dragged here you don't really like our show and he just looks at her and slowly like pulls up his sweatshirt to show that he's wearing the tbtl uh, roller skating shirt from a few months before oh right (laughs) cred yeah. <laughs> Did you guys go to that? No, that was still a little early for us. Okay. In the uh, that was oh, 2008 still. Yeah, so was... yeah, we were still doing the baby thing, and yeah. 
Mariners game was our first event. Yeah. Yeah. Both of you? Uh-huh. Me too. Uh, yes. Yes. I believe so. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. We went to the picnic right after that. Yep. So then we had buddies to sit by at the picnic, so that yep. was nice. Yeah. There were a lot of things in in the time. Oh, gosh. I have no idea how many events I've been to. Um, and I've met people at all of them. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when they did the Fiesta Fiesta at the oh, Azteca yeah. at the Tacoma <laughs> Mall, not oh, the Seattle right. Azteca. Oh, I didn't get yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, we on. met. A lot of people who we're friends with now, and we see all the events like uh, Lee Lambert and oh, yeah. all those guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got a table well, right in the middle, hey. so anybody that showed up by themselves, Luke would just like bring them over to us. <laughs> <laughs> you can be part of this group. Yes, Mike. guys. While we're while while we are on the subject of TBTL events, yes, are you Dave and your wife and Dana? Are you going to be at the picnic, Christy? Absolutely. Are you going to be there? Obviously, huh? Yeah. I assume my daughter will be doing right. karaoke again. Yay. As she did in the... Uh, what, what's, we'll her, uh, what's her there. song? I don't know yet. Her birthday is uh, before that. So her and her friends, like Gary's daughter, who they've done Was it karaoke. the Frozen song bitch, last bitch, time? Yeah. Have my money? Yes. It was Let It Go. the Frozen girls? Yeah. yeah and was, Jen, oh, that was the yeah, best so video Yeah, so if ever. you watch the Miniature Tigers video from last year, the most of the video is is Gary's daughter and my daughter mm-hmm. and Lee Lambert's daughter singing Let It Go yeah. with Jen trying to explain the lyrics to them because they were so <laughs> off. Jen, by the way, is so adorable standing behind them trying yeah. to get them yeah. on rhythm. It, everybody needs to watch that if you haven't. Yeah. Yeah. And before the year before that, they did um, Wham! last Christmas, oh, I believe, right. which, oh, nice. which my daughter really didn't know it then. She was just kind of going along with it. But they had so much fun that at their preschool, they went to a Lutheran preschool at the time, or a kindergarten, and they did that for their Christmas program. My daughter. <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah. That's cute. I just can't wait for the ongoing, ongoing situation of – what we're supposed to bring to the picnic. Yes. That's always almost oh, as long go, as yeah. Jello oh, shots for dessert. Right. I don't want to be desserts I brought, again. I brought it. Jello shots for dessert the first picnic. Well, those were yours? Mm-hmm. Enjoyed them. Well They're done. good, right? Yeah, yes. I took mine home. And had... <laughs> you took them home? <laughs> I was the driver, so. I didn't think, after I set them out, I didn't even think about kids being there and, of course, kids wanting Jello. Sure. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was bad. Oh, bad on no. my... <laughs> Someone, babies. someone That's quick made us quickly made a sign. Adults only. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yes, but so we'll all be there. And <laughs> Unless your kid's really obnoxious and you need them to go to sleep. Yes. Adults only. Then take five of them. Last year I made uh, rice krispie <laughs> treats in the shape of a cassette tape for Sean. Yeah, that was awesome. I took a picture of that. I didn't know you had made that. Yep. <laughs> So this is Christy. You didn't know this, but my daughter is a type 1 diabetic, and she yeah. got diagnosed like 2009. This is actually important. Yeah. Th- this this is a big TBTL thing that erupted two weeks ago that I'll add to, so go ahead. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, so Dave and I have never talked about this, but at the Mariners game, I, I don't even know how it came up, but uh, Carrie and because Dave... Because we whipped out the needles and started oh, yeah. giving our daughter so shots. I... <laughs> So I, I, I told Carrie, I said, my daughter was just diagnosed in like, you know, 2009 when she was mm-hmm. a little bit older, I guess, than your daughter. Yes. And so it was just this weird connection. So I got her hooked up on Facebook with a yeah. parenting site. We, man, we, you know, this would have been a little dark for the thing we just did. But yeah. th- this is kind of a big exclamation point on the first Mariners game that you kind of saved our ass emotionally at the second Mariners game a couple of weeks Aww. ago with that. 
because I mean we're new to this. Our our daughter was just oh, diagnosed just my, oh, really? two months ago, three months ago, I guess. And so we walked in and started doing our thing and dosing her for her dinner. And mm-hmm. Dana turned around and she's like, "I got this. Let me tell you why this is going to be okay. Aww. I've been doing this for years. Well, let's yeah." And got Carrie hooked up with all kinds of websites and community so groups. So this is and... what makes me cry. <laughs> so she, she, okay, I, you know, I'm sorry I started this whole picnic conversation now because I've never <laughs> been to it. a TVGL picnic. Whoa. It's not too late. And I was just looking at a video of, of, of one of the picnics. Was it the one where and Sean and Andrew were walking around like doing a report yeah, on it? That's exactly the one. Uh, my and daughter the is uh, in the so... background playing badminton. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, oh, Andrew yeah. played I, badminton I with my kids. Yeah. yeah. And that yep. was a big deal for my kids. Yep. Yeah. And actually, when I saw Andrew at this last Mariners game, he remembered that he played badminton with my kids. And when I told my son, he who's, you know, taller than me now, back then he was like, I don't know, eight or mm-hmm. something. He was really impressed that Andrew could remember him. So, <laughs> <laughs> So you were saying, Mike. Oh, well, here's my message to everyone who's going to the picnic, everyone who's been to the picnics and will be at all future picnics. Have a great time. I, I'm i jealous of you, and I think I think everything that's right about TBTL is what is gets together that every year at the picnic. Yes. And fuck all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exclusive, Mike. You yeah. know the date. Right. <laughs> Wow, All right, so LittleRedBandwagon.com is where you go and fill out the form, and you can end up on uh, Christy's couch. Hopefully, Jeremy will put a shirt on. He didn't tonight. That's what I heard. <laughs> Facebook, the Stens page is available to you if you just want to throw a hot dog down a hallway, or you can come to ours. Um, the or a coffee bandwagon. <laughs> show twitter at lrb podcast personal twitters at drew mcfrizz at kizzy eyes k-i-s-s-i-e-y-e-s at steel underscore dana at lyman cutler i'm the only person on this podcast who knows what lyman who lyman cutler is oh you do and go look Excellent. that up folks yeah go to robertpape.com and there is an explanation of who lyman cutler is and the international incident that yes. lyman cutler um, set off at one point in history. In Washington State history or Washington Territory history? Uh, uh, this would have been Washington Territory. Cause, yeah. Washington Territory. Yeah. At LittleRedBandwagon at gmail.com. You can make your voice heard there. Um, voicemail 802-432-TBTL 802-432-8285. You can uh, actually leave text there. That's what I hear. That's all I have, Christy. Thank you guys so much, Dana, Dave. This, this was wonderful. is the most fun I've had doing one of these. Excellent. I appreciate it. <laughs> it was nice finally, you know, to hear your voice one-on-one here. <laughs> well, four-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until next time, this is the next party. And, Jen, this one in particular was for you. We miss you. We love you. And I hope you're at the picnic. Indeed. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed Nailed it. it. (laughs) Get that story we're doing a tag on the video. Yeah. So I've never done this before.